We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday, it's September 8th. It is 2023. We're just a couple days away from the first NFL main slate of the year. But baseball season is still in full go. We have a nice 11 game MLB slate to talk about here on today's podcast, joined by my good buddy Will Priester, Chief Justice 06. Chief. I'm sure you're in the Pick'em Streets for this Thursday night football game. What's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. Doing good. Um, that pick six definitely, I think, changes the outcome or the, the feel of this game. Um, Stevie, man, I, I, I thought you were gonna, I thought you were gonna hit our, our nice pun here and say baseball was still in full swing, <laughs> but uh, that's okay. That's okay. I, I'm here for you. Um, yeah, I, I'm still in the baseball. I didn't get into baseball today because I just I didn't like the slate. But in general, uh, I do, I do like the one coming up. So this should be an interesting one. Um, coming off some football, got some college football coming, baseball, NBA will be here in forty-seven days. NHL will be here in oh, I don't know the exact one, but we're about to have a, a, a smorgasbord of uh, of sports to take part in, and I, I am excited. Soccer's going on right now, so and I think EPL will be back in two weeks. English Premier League. So it's going to be a lot going on. Uh, so, yeah, excited to come on and, and talk to baseball yet again. Derek says, FYI, Stevie, you're not live. Listen, I am Stevie. I am not TJ. What up? Um, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess that's an inside joke if you listen to the morning grind when TJ was filling in for me when I was on vacation. So uh, totally forgot to hit the live button. We've all been there. Um, yeah, I just I'm, never have. But he know, told me the story. There. Supposedly they just were <laughs> actually just into the middle of the podcast and were like, "Wait, we're not recording." <laughs> oh, I mean, <laughs> happens. It happens, I guess. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't think I've ever done that before. But yeah, yeah. I, I told TJ I think I've done it before, just to make him feel good. But I don't think I've ever done that before. <laughs> all right let's talk some baseball uh baseball in full full swing as will punly said um you know this football game's going we're kind of sweating out this football game as well um i know i did a lot of pick them i didn't do a ton of dfs like showdown stuff i'm not a huge showdown fan i've talked about this for years um but i played like one lineup it's dead now so i don't care 
Um, but I need a, a few more catches from St. Brown. That's like my big thing on this Thursday night football game. So I need St. Brown to get um, more than like six and a half catches in this game. So we're close. Mine's whole Montgomery yards. Yeah. So there we go. Be watching that. Uh, let's get into it and have some fun. We got Milwaukee at New York facing the Yankees. Nine total in this game. Yankees are 125 favorites. Um, I think it's just more pitching here. Colin Ray on the hill for Milwaukee. Severino on the hill for New York. Um, let's go Ray first. I think one of the reasons the Yankees are a pretty big favorite in this game is Colin Ray at on the hill. Uh, do you have any interest in Colin Ray here? No. That's kind of where I'm at. Um, you know, this is definitely a team that if you have strikeout ability, you can attack them. He just not. And I mean, if we look back throughout his career, he's definitely had some fly ball tendencies. I don't think you want fly ball tendencies against the Yankees in Yankee Stadium. So I'm going to stay away from Ray today. Severino, he put together a couple of good games here recently against Detroit and Washington got hit back up last time by Houston. He's cheap at 5,500. Any interest in Severino here? Stevie, I can't. Um, I know he's had this one game where he was pitching better, but I, or, or, or maybe like two games against Washington and Detroit, I, I'm not playing Luis Severino. Yeah, we're, I mean, career high Sierra, career high XFIP, career high whip career low strikeout um per nine low swinging strike rate career low swinging strikes um career low strikeout rate in general like that's not what you want you don't want career high sierra whip <laughs> hard hit rate like you don't want all that and then he's looking for low. love in all the wrong places <laughs> i mean nailed it um so yeah i mean I, yeah severino's cheap here but I'm I'm more interested in the Milwaukee Bats today than I am in Severino. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the the Brew Crew here. I mean, it's not the it's not the most gorgeous stack on the slate when you're just looking at some of the guys you got to play. But I mean, I think you want to attack this matchup um, against Severino. Um, Frillick and Yelich probably my two favorites in this spot. I'll probably find maybe one or two other pieces. I don't know. I think this is more of a three or four man stack. I don't think it's a full five on five on five here, five man stack. So I think this is a spot we could definitely look at um, some of these Brewers bats against Severino. Though. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Carlos Santana's back there. Uh, you got to kind of choose between him and Rowdy. Uh, I think I would just kind of split them. Stevie, and this is one of those situations where if I'm, I'm building a match multi-entry, I put Santan and, and Rowdy in a in a in a, uh, a player group, and I say, hey, you know, it's it's automatically going to force me to get one or the other anyway, but just maybe have them in a group so it knows like I want these guys in there, um, you know. And and Santan is probably one of those ones where I say I only played in the stack, it, hit a nice little OIS function. Um, and go from there. You talked about Yelich. I mean, he's been playing a lot better uh, down the stretch here, so I don't hate him. And then I know Connor's righty-righty today, but he's been a guy that's just one of the guys that I like to call a professional hitter. He's not Michael Brantley. He's going to make good contact. Uh, you know, he's going to have good plate discipline most of the time, and uh, and hopefully it will be able to drive some runs in. So, you know, if I'm, I'm stacking, I, I kind of want to get him in there. I'm with you. Don't want to go five deep on this team, but three to four for sure. The other side of this game, the Yankees bats here. I mean, I think this is a spot we can definitely look at. Judge uh, Dominguez has been really solid for the Yankees since getting yeah. called up. Uh, Torres, cards. yeah. Um, so I, I think overall, this is a spot we could look at the Yankees. Um, I kind of hope Austin Wells cracks the lineup here. Just a cheap catcher at twenty six hundred, make the overall stack work. Um, St. Brown with a catch need two more um what are your thoughts on the yankees bats yeah definitely like the yankees here um you know you talked about judge he's the big bat at 6500 stanton uh right behind him dominguez um yeah. labor torres has been my favorite yankee this season so i definitely wouldn't be leaving him out lemayhew still cheap um so yeah i'm with you if, if wells cracks the lineup at 2600 he's absolutely a good play. So I, I like this team a lot. 
And um, against Colin Ray, they definitely should be able to put up a few runs. I don't know if I like him a lot, but I like the fact that he's a cheap catcher. Um, no, no, I was <laughs> cheap oh, yeah, catcher yeah. alert, baby. Cheap catcher alert. Um, Dodgers at Nationals. This game is a ten total. The Dodgers are a 175 favorite here. We have Emmett Shaheen going up against um, Mackenzie Gore. Any interest here in Shaheen? No. I have slight interest. He's 6,800. It's a big slate. We're going to like some bats that we're going to talk about. They are ramping his pitches back up. He came back, um, back to the majors and threw 76 pitches last time out. Wouldn't be shocked if he goes like 85 here, you know, typical 10 ish pitch increase. So 85 pitches, 6,800. He has, you know, decent strikeout stuff, but he's not typically a guy that goes out and gets blown up. Washington doesn't have a ton of power. So I think, I think he's okay. Like ceiling wise, probably not the highest ceiling guy, but I, I think he's just okay on this slate. I think that's, I classify him as just like an okay play um, today. So, I get it, man. I just if if they haven't been elite strikeout guys, I've just been avoiding Washington, and that's really my stance. So that's why I just my interest. But I understand the price for sure. Well, they I mean they've moved some guys in and out of this lineup. They're striking out a little bit more, so that's yeah. something you got to watch as well. Um, Mackenzie Gore on the other side. I mean, Mackenzie Gore is someone that is very capable of striking out hitters, but I mean. Do we really want to play Mackenzie Gore against the Dodgers? I don't. Uh, I'm absolutely not going to play Mackenzie Gore against the Dodgers. Stevie, I think you may have gotten another catch there. I did. Uh, I did. So, yeah, definitely not playing him against the Dodgers. He His strikeout rates have really come down as the season has gone along. Steve. So, earlier in the season, I mean, Mackenzie Gore was a guy 25, 26, 27, 28, pushing 30, a 30% K rate. And as the season has, has gone gone along, that's really come down. And and not only that, uh, even over the past month, it's just you know low twenties, uh, and even under that in some spots. So I can't in, in good conscience play him against the Dodgers. Yeah, tough spot. Um, as far as the Dodgers bats go, I mean, looking at this matchup for the Dodgers, we're going to likely get a really close lineup to what they, what we saw yesterday against Garrett. So Taylor, Kiki, Rosario, Betts, they should all be in the lineup here. Freeman, lefty, lefty, Muncie, lefty, lefty. I don't hate it. Um, I, I definitely think they're a playable stack on this slate. Yeah, for sure. Um, when I look at this lineup overall, I, I'm all about the lefty, lefty with Freddie at 6,100. Um, this team as a whole could definitely put up some runs today. And I think a lot of the lefty-lefty spots, you know, we're going to kind of leave out. Um, Mookie at 6,700. He's expensive, excuse me. Um, but, I mean, man, him, him and Freddie have just been incredible, really, uh, down the stretch here. So I'm, I'm into those guys. Muncie would probably be the bigger bet I would leave out if I had to choose between him and Will Smith. I probably decided I wasn't going to play Muncie. Uh, but if I'm going to stack this team, I think I, I've got another, you know, borderline cheap pitcher that that I feel like I could take um, to, to get to get some of these bigger offenses in there. And so that's that's the way I think I would approach it. I forgot to mention that J.D. Martinez is expected back for this game. Um, rehab, two rehab games, I think Wednesday, Thursday, or Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, but J.D. Martinez coming back here at 5,200 against the lefty is very interesting as well. Um, yeah. So don't hate that. As far as Washington bats, I want to attack um, Shaheen when I'm not playing him with a lefty. Abrams, um, Ruiz. Blankenhorn, Dom Smith. Like I wanna I wanna take lefties. It's not a stack spot for me. I could see maybe using a one-off or maybe a little like two-man um type of stack. But yeah, I definitely want the lefties here uh for the Washington bets. Yeah, absolutely. Um I'm just gonna agree with you on that. There we go. We got Miami at Philadelphia. 
Yeah. They're getting out of they're getting out of Miami. Uh nine total in this game. Philly's a one fifty favorite. We got Perez and Sanchez. Uh Yuri Perez. I mean, this game in Miami, maybe have a little interest in Perez here. He has been way better at home than he has been on the road. I'm shocked. As are he, most of the Miami pitchers. I mean, they <laughs> it's, would be, it's so weird. They played uh if they played um all of their games, um, hundred and sixty-two games at home, they'd have a hundred wins. Um I, I would I would bet money on that because I mean these pitchers are just such home road split guys but yeah I mean Yuri Perez I, I he's a guy that I like the ceiling overall I think he's very talented I just I don't love the spot yeah I, so for me I, I do think he's a he's he's one of those viable GPP pitchers at 8800 and you know I kind of talked about this I guess these guys that I would consider semi Steven I'm saying semi cheap. He's one of them, right? It's really this kind of mid-8K range. If I can just double up there today, to me, that's kind of how I might be able to get some of these bigger offenses in the kind of a double slight mid-range. I I like Perez today. Once again, I'm with you. He's on the road. These guys on the road from Miami. Jeez, man, just what are they doing? But at 8,800, he does have some upside. I'm not expecting him to go past 90 pitches, but he does have upside for – seven, eight strikeouts in six innings. And so that that's kind of where I am with that. Uh, any interest in Sanchez on the other side here? Uh, he's borderline for me. The problem is he just doesn't have real upside. Like he's kind of a low ceiling guy, right? Like high floor, low ceiling, not even high floor, but his ceiling to me, in a general sense, it's like 20 fantasy points. And his floor may be like 10 in a general sense, like reasonably. So could he go out and get 15 points today? Yes. And might that be enough? Maybe. Um, but I think I'd still just stick in the mid-8K range. Yeah, I mean, I think Sanchez is super interesting today just because like with Soler out of the lineup, you're taking out one of the best hitters in this lineup especially against left-handed pitching. So um, matchup-wise, yeah, it's definitely a better matchup. I mean, I'd have a ton of interest in Sanchez today if this game was going to be in Miami. I'd have interest in both of these pitchers, but I mean, we're getting a really high total here. Um, a lot of runs projected to be scored in this game overall. So Sanchez, I think, uh, is a, another guy you could definitely take some shots on in large field tournaments. Um, you're hoping he gets five to seven strikeouts and he just limits the runs and scores 20 yeah. plus points. Absolutely. Uh, Miami Bats. See, this is one of the reasons that I kind of have some interest in Sanchez because outside of like Jake Berger and maybe Josh Bell, they just haven't been great against left handed pitching um, this season, especially with like Soler out of the lineup. Yeah, I get it. I don't. I don't want to stack the Miami Marlins today. Um, so, I, I totally get it. Um, the Philadelphia side, Trey Turner was put on paternity list on Tuesday. We'll see if he's back or not for this game. Um, there's a possibility that he is back for this game. So, that definitely would help the lineup overall. Perez. Gives up a lot of power to both sides of the plate. A lot of lot of fly balls. This is why this guy definitely succeeds way more at home. I don't mind a Philly stack today. They're expensive. Yes. Like they're they're. I mean, technically, they're a pivot off of Atlanta because you know pricing wise, they're a pivot off Atlanta. So I think Philly would be really low owned today, and I think this is a spot you could take some shots on them. Yeah, for sure. I'm so glad you mentioned that, Stevie, because that's something I was going to bring up. As much as I like Perez for tournaments, I like this team as well. Perez is still a young pitcher. You got Harper at 6K, who will kind of be leading the charge here. Castellanos, 5,200. Swarber, 57. Like like you talked about, this team is priced up. Um, you know, Jake Cave has been been playing a little bit as well. And you can get him in the outfield at 2,600. Uh, if he plays, which will open it up a little bit. You got Bone. At 4,500. So if you want to play this team, you got to go get this team. I'm definitely willing to go get this team today. Against a young pitcher in a good hitter's ballpark. All right. We're uh, moving on. We got Kansas City at Toronto. Uh, No total or nine total in this game. The Blue Jays a 200 favorite. 
we, I mean, it, it sounds like a opener situation. Then Alec Marsh out of the bullpen, long relief type of situation, and then um, Kikuchi yep. starting for Toronto. So, um, are we touching this Kansas City situation at all? No, no, hmm. not not in this spot. Maybe if Marsh was facing a a worse team, and I know Toronto hasn't been great. Don't get me wrong, but if he was facing a worse team, I'd probably be interested because he is going to have enough pitches in his long relief role. But I don't think the Toronto spot is it. Yeah, I, I'm not touching this matchup. Um, I will say that it's nice that both Marsh and Snyder are righties when we talk about the bats. <laughs> yeah. So you, don't to, you don't have to worry about those platoons. Um, let's talk uh, Kikuchi here. 8,200, huge favorites um, in this game. Kansas City has been better recently. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah better um i'm not saying they're elite by any means i'm saying they're better <laughs> yeah and like kikuchi like he went on a, a strand there for like a month or so he was pitching really good but he's had some tough matchups he faced baltimore um he faced cleveland low strikeout team and then he was pitched in cores is this a bounce back spot here for kikuchi at 8200 stevie we, we were talking about these cheaper guys like <laughs> this is another one of those guys stevie where it's like, okay, 8,200, yes, Kansas City's been playing better. But one of the things that hasn't fallen off is the strikeouts, right? He's just been giving up runs. But strikeouts, last couple of games, Cleveland, six strikeouts, low strikeout team. Philly, tough team, seven strikeouts. Baltimore, fairly tough team, six strikeouts. Cleveland, again, eight strikeouts. Colorado, six strikeouts. Stevie, the strikeouts are going to be there, I think, for him. And so all we need him to do is limit the run damage. So I am I'm in on uh, on Kikuchi today. I think he's one of the better options for tournaments at 8200 because the fantasy production hasn't been there recently. Yeah, I think he is very much in play today. Um, I've been targeting the Royals a lot recently, like hitting wise. And I mean, this is a spot where I could see it going either way. So like talking about these Royals bats, like. Obviously, Witt should be towards the top of the list. Um, Velasquez has been crushing the baseball. Garcia should hit leadoff here. I don't mind a little mini stack. I'm not fully stacking Kansas City in this spot. But, again, these guys are cheap. Like, overall, it's just a, a stack that I've been playing a lot just because of the pricing. Like, if you're trying to fit in Atlanta with any kind of pitching, like, you know, Velasquez has a home run in three straight games. Guy's knocking the cover off the baseball right now. Yeah, and I think Melendez went on one last week or something. It was it's crazy, but I, yeah, absolutely. Um, I I totally get playing Kansas City uh, as a cheap stack, Steve. I, I wouldn't fight you on that because they really do open it up. Melendez, Velasquez, outside of Bobby Witt, feels like this whole team is under four K for the most part. Massey, I think, uh, had had a couple good games. So I'm with you and just maybe pairing them because once again, Stevie. Kikuchi could very well still have 18 fantasy points in this game and they score four runs. Like, so I I totally get it. Uh, I, I'm all about mixing and matching some of the cheap pieces. I, I probably don't go past two, too deep for me, but uh, I, I totally get it. All right, Toronto side of this game, opener situation, yes. long relief side situation. Um Brandon Belt, potentially back in the lineup here. He was dealing with an illness and missed Wednesday's game. They had a day off on Thursday. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Toronto bets? So, Schneider's been incredible. He's 5K. I think he's in. Uh, we still don't, you know, still don't have to worry about Chapman. Vlad, 5,400. I think you play him. Uh, Springer's 4,800. I think you play him. Varsha, 35. I think you get him in. Biggio's been playing a little bit more. He's 2,700. So I think there's enough, you know, between Vigio and uh, Kiermaier's been playing as well, too, at 3K. Like, I think you can get some of these cheap guys in to help you with the upper tier guys. Um, and I think they can score some runs in this spot. All right, moving on. We got Baltimore at Boston. This game. Steven, can I ask you one question before we, like, go deep dive in this game? I'm listening. Has Boston given up? As a fan, has Boston give, finally given up? This, this series against Tampa Bay was rough. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, but Tampa's played us good for years. Like I, I think the Red Sox are still very much in it. 
they just, I mean, they need to go on a little bit of a run here. Um, yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, if they get, if they get swept in this series, it's probably, probably night like lights out. But if they sweep Baltimore here, I mean, I think they're very much still in play. They need a lot to happen, but they're, yeah. I think they're still very much in play. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, looking at like the attitude, I mean, they, they seem like they are trying to win games. So, all right, we got Bradish and Houch in this one. 10 total. Baltimore, a 120 favorite. So, slight favorite to Baltimore here in Fenway. Um, any interest in Kyle Bradish? Oh, man. I, I, I think the answer is going to be no, Stevie. Now, look, listen, listen. Bradish has had a great season. Great. You know, this young pitching staff has been okay overall. But I'm not going to allow the Tampa Bay series to fool me here. Like, Boston's still. And I know Ed Trevor Story's lineup has increased their K rate, but they're still overall a fairly low strikeout team. I don't think I'm going to play Bradish at 9,200. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. I wish they would have enticed us in this matchup at like 8,500 or something. Yeah. Um, but yep. overall, I think that if you wanted to take shots on him in large field tournaments, he is, I mean, he is a guy that can generate some strikeouts. He typically gives up one or two runs while generating strikeouts. So, um, doesn't typically give up a ton of home runs, which is nice, um, especially in Fenway. But I mean, the last time this guy pitched against Boston, he got absolutely shelled. Um, so, I mean, it, it is definitely a large field tournament play only. Um, Houch on the other side of this game, I just, man, Baltimore has been rolling. Like this offense has been playing great. They are now ahead a of the Rays in the AL East. They have the best record. Um, in the AL, like three games behind uh, the Atlanta Braves for best record overall. So, yeah, I mean, overall, I don't really want to play pitching against um, this Baltimore offense right now. Yeah, absolutely. No way I'm playing help here. Yeah, let's talk Baltimore bats. I feel like we keep talking about some good spots, but I think Baltimore is another team that's in a good spot today. Um what are your thoughts here on the Orioles? Yeah, I love this spot, man. We get Rutschman, 5,200. It's going to be from the left side of the plate today. Santander will be from the left side of the plate today. We should have Mullins in the lineup for 4,700. He'll be – and they have batting Mullins in the sixth spot. Maybe they switch it around a little bit today. I'm not sure, but uh, he should be in play. Uh, Henderson should be in play. Like this This is a good spot for this lineup, Stevie, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, to get some Baltimore exposure today. They should be able to put up some runs for sure. Uh, Boston side, you know, Verdugo, he was at a lineup. He's dealing with like a hamstring injury. So he missed the last game of the Rays series. Um, something to kind of note and pay attention to, because I think if he is out again, potentially, I think potentially a Brayu hits leadoff. Um, so, I mean, definitely, even if you're not, like, stacking this spot, um, I think Abreu at, like, 2,900 is very, very much in play here. I, to I totally get that. Um, I, I like these big guys, of course. Um, how do you – let me ask you this as well. How do you feel about our boy Casas? Because Casas has been – I feel like the strikeouts have picked up some, but man, this should be a good spot for him too, right? Yeah. I mean, he is someone that has been way better the second half of the season. He was someone that a lot of people were excited about coming into the season and um, just kind of started slow. But I mean, really like the second half of the season has been great for him. Um, so I don't mind um, Casas here. Yeah. 4,300, especially if you're playing this lineup, building around the big best Devers and, uh, you know, Yoshida at 4,500. I, I think he fits right in as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, Devers is your first piece in, I think, if you're stacking Boston. I don't think I'm stacking Boston in this spot. I, I think Kyle Bradish has been good enough where maybe a cheap bat or two, um, maybe a little mini stack, three-man stack or something, but overall... I think I think they've earned our respect at this point. Baltimore has. Yeah. Uh Pittsburgh at Atlanta taking oh, yes. on the Braves. 
Oh, um, yes. <laughs> the, Bra- the Braves, man. Nine and a half total in this game. Braves are 205 favorites. Um, we have Keller and Elder facing off against each other. Mitch Keller, I mean, has had a really, really solid season. Um, yeah. But now he gets Atlanta. And, I mean, it's just this team is not the team you want to be a right-handed pitcher facing right now. Yeah. I will not be playing Mitch Keller today, but that's – I'm just not playing Mitch Keller. Yep. I mean, I'm not playing anybody against the Braves, but I, you could do worse on this slate at 8,100. Um, if he was, like, 7K here, I think we'd have a way more – like, a way more serious conversation about maybe taking a shot. 7K, I'm interested. Yeah. Very interested, actually. Uh, Bryce Elder on the other side – of this game, Bryce Elder is someone that just continues to struggle with lefties. I mean, Bay, Reynolds, Suzinski, Palios, Rodriguez, uh, Rivet. Like, I think there's too many lefties for me to have interest in Bryce Elder today. Yeah. Um, I wasn't going to play him anyway, just because the upside has just come down, Stevie. Like, man, it, it's been bad. So I'm with you. Uh, I, I'm not playing Bryce Elder in this spot. Let's uh let's talk bats. I mean, on the the Pittsburgh side of things here, just a, a stack that is. I don't even know. I don't know if I'd stack them, but I think like maybe going Reynolds and taking two other lefties with him, like some of these cheap guys, is a, a viable like mini stack today. But I mean, they're they're really cheap, and Elder he's not going to strike left-handed hitters out, and it's a ballpark bump for Pittsburgh going into Atlanta. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, this team, man, like, so, so here's the one thing that that I know about this team right now. No McCutcheon, all these guys, it won't matter. Like, they've been playing these young guys down the stretch here. And it, Stevie, they're still so cheap. This might be the stack of the day, believe it or not. Like, th- this might be the stack of the day. And it – and I'm not saying it's going to come out of nowhere, but they're very cheap to be in such a good hitting environment, and I, I'm in. Yeah, cheap and um, definitely like some of these left-handed bats in this one. So uh, Atlanta, I mean, we should note that Austin Riley was dealing with an illness and did not play on Thursday. I mean, what do you say for – like Atlanta has made DFS baseball so – like they're so expensive, so it's really tough to make it work. But I mean, every day you could play Atlanta. Every day, like any part of the lineup, anybody that cracks the lineup, you could play. Anybody that cracks the lineup every day. Yeah, I mean, they're they're great. I mean, they <laughs> are the World Series favorite for a reason. Um, yeah, they they are a really really sound baseball team, and it's I mean. The contracts that they have, like this is a team we're going to be talking about for the next five, six years. It reminds me a lot of like the Maddox Smoltz days where they just kind of built a team, Chipper Jones, like, and they were just good every year. Um, Atlanta management, man, they've got it figured out. Yeah, for sure. Um, The other thing about this team too, Stevie, is I feel like, so they've made good contract decisions, but then they've also went out and got some guys like, Rosario hasn't been there the whole time. They had to go out and get him. They had to go out and get Marcelo Zuna. Um, and they stuck with Ozuna even when he had that down stretch. And now he's come around. It's like he's one been he's been our hottest hitter at times. So um I I like this team um overall. You know, Sean Murphy's price has come down again now. He's he's under 5k at 4,800, So I like that. Olsen 62. Albies is 6K because he's been hitting pretty well. You know, uh, Acuna is going to stay in that range, but we can still play Rosario. We can still play Harris. We can still play Ozuna. Like, this trio has been the value trio of the year. Ozuna, Harris, Rosario. And then you wrap that around with some of these other guys, and it's how you've kind of been able to make the Braves work especially Stevie during the stretch where it felt like Ozuna was hitting a home run every day. Like this, this combination has worked out well. So uh, I'm never going to tell you to fade Ronald Acuna, your brave stat, 
but I think Ozuna Harris Rosario is the key to all the stacks right now on DraftKings. Yeah, I remember when Michael Harris came back from injury earlier this year. We're like, we're, we're we were like talking, is Atlanta gonna D- DFA Ozuna? Um, I mean, that's how bad he was doing, and like this dude has 33 home runs on the season. Like he made me eat a hat for sure. Um, he's crushing the baseball. He hasn't slowed down. I mean, he just, he keeps crushing the baseball. Um, he's at 4,800. He's probably underpriced uh, for his production. So, all right, we got Oakland at Texas where we go next here. This game has a nine total. The Rangers are a 350, 350 favorite. Um, I checked again really quick just to make sure, but Blackburn against Montgomery. Uh, any interest here in Paul Blackburn? Uh, no. <laughs> Not against Texas. I mean, there's Not some spots. Texas. I played him last time out against LA. Um, that lineup came out, and it was pretty bad. And, I mean, I think that was um very, very usable spot. Uh, Michael in chat says, I'm telling my two-year-old that A is for Atlanta and B is for Brave Stack. That's hilarious. Um, <laughs> um Let's talk Jordan Montgomery, 9,400. He's been up and down, it feels like. Oakland is just not a great offense, just in general. Um, Any interest here in Montgomery? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So... At ninety four hundred, I I feel like I'll consider it because of the spot. Like, but I do feel like Montgomery has been severely overpriced, like half the season. And this is he's borderline today. I think I'm willing to take take a shot at at this price because he could he could he could get the twenty five fantasy points in this spot. Yeah, I think he is someone, if he's like uber chalky, I'm probably out, right? I just, I don't want to play a chalky Jordan Montgomery. But if for some reason, because of his price, he's just not getting a ton of ownership. I mean, he he has a really high floor um, just overall. There is a 9K pitcher that I like more than him. We'll talk about Kyle oh. Harrison here in a few minutes. Oh, yeah, but, um, but yeah, I think that Montgomery is very much in play today. Uh, Oakland bats. Anything here on the Oakland side? I'm going to fade Oakland today. I don't think I need them. So, yep, taking the fade. I mean, Ruiz against the lefty has been good this year. Uh, Roker against the lefty has been good this year. Uh, Zach Geloff has been good against everybody ever since he got called up. Um, I'm probably not stacking against Montgomery, but I could see maybe using a one-off. And, you know, Ruiz, you're trying to – get a couple stolen bases the texas bullpen's been struggling um so yeah i mean maybe a little like one two i don't know if i get to a three man but you know definitely looking at some value here for oakland yeah texas bats um we should note that like garcia he's gonna get placed on i don't think he got placed on the il today but it's happening like it's coming um so he was placed he was placed today He's yeah. late this afternoon, this evening. So, yeah, he's going to be out of the lineup, um, which could potentially open a cheap bat up or two. Uh, what are your thoughts here on the Texas bats? Yeah. So, the, most likely, 
They're going, they're, they're going to play Grossman and Jankowski in this spot, I got to think. So I, that, I, I know for sure I think those two um, – I mean, Seager, man, this, this is a great spot for him at 6,400. Like him a ton. Um, you know, it, I still think it's a good team. Garver's been been great. Uh, we'll, we'll have Lowe, Nate Lowe, Simeon. I still want to get some exposure to this team. I do want to see the lineup, though, but – him being out, those cheap bats are going to be there, and I think that's that's going to help us play this team if we want to. All right, Mets and Twins. We got Senga and Keuchel nine total. The Mets are a minus two hundred or minus one twenty favorite. Um, Senga's ten K matchup against Minnesota. I don't understand this line. Help me with this line. Like, why is Keiko getting this much respect? Stop it. Just stop yeah, it. I don't get it. Um, I, I think like if you're paying up, Singa. I mean, ceiling wise, he has to be on the like in the in the conversation. Like, he's someone that has thrown over six innings and in five straight, six of his last seven starts. He's been pitching great. Minnesota's a huge strikeout team. Like, I mean, Singa could dominate this team today. Yeah, I, I I like uh Singa a ton here. And, and I do think Singa's worth the 10K TV because he does have the strikeout stuff. Now, and to me, that's the difference between him and Jordan Montgomery. When Montgomery was 10 2, 10 3, it's like, well, why? He, his strikeout stuff isn't that elite. Well, Singa, and this is the past two games, don't get me wrong, 12 and 10 respectively against Seattle and LA. But even over the season, Stevie, this is a guy that's hovered around 28, 29, 30%. And today he gets the ultimate strikeout matchup in Minnesota. So I'm not saying he's going to get double digits, but I think six to eight is a reasonable expectation. So I uh, I, I like Singa a lot here. I have zero interest in Dallas Keuchel. No. I don't get this line. No, not doing At all. Uh, Mets bats, dude. I love Alonzo. Um, against Dallas oh, yeah. Keuchel, Lindor, and Alonzo, like, sign me up. Like, I'm in. I like, I don't even care about the pricing. I'm in. Like, yeah, I, I don't know if I full stack, but these two guys, like, alone, single, like, playing them by themselves or playing an expensive two man in a um cheaper value stack, but. I love Alonzo and, and Lindor in this spot. And they're not like – they're both under 5K, so it's not like they're extremely expensive. Um, what are your thoughts on the Mets? Yeah, man, I, I think the Mets are fine, which I feel like, Stevie, every time I, I play the Mets or decided I want to play the Mets, they, they <laughs> do nothing. And then last week I decided to – I said, you know what, let me max center a contest. I went in and max center, and the Mets went slap off. How many Mets did I had no Mets stacks? I had all like one-offs, Stevie. I had all the good Mets one-offs and no actual stacks. So of course that didn't go well for me that day. And but against Dallas Keiko, I have I have to do it. Alonzo's under 5k at 4900. Can't pass that up. Uh, we've got Lindor at 4800. That's under 5k. Can't pass that up. We've got Alvarez at 3600 under 4k catcher. Can't pass that up. Stevie, the spot feels too good to be true. The Mets are probably going to score one run today, but I don't care. It's uh, it's Dallas Keiko. We have to attack this spot. Ventos at twenty two hundred. If you're playing Ooh, Lindor and one. like if you're playing a Lindor and Alonzo and want to throw in a third piece to make it like a lot cheaper and make it work, um, he he's two twenty two hundred. Uh, Michael says in chat, if the line is that bad, shouldn't you bet the Twins? Um, I personally would be taking the, the Mets money line if I was going to bet this game. It's already moved. It opened at minus, it opened at like minus 108 and it's already moved to minus 120. Um, I expect it to probably finish in the 130, 140 range. Um, I think the, the Mets are going to be a, a decent favorite in this game um, by the time this game goes live. Uh, Minnesota Bats, any interest in the Twins here? No. <laughs> I yeah, can't. I mean, that's where I'm, I'm at. I'm not doing it against Singa. No. Very interesting game here. We got San Diego at Houston, eight and a half total. The Astros are 135 favorite. Brown and Snell. Um, Blake Snell, 10 8. It's starting to turn it back up uh, again. Um, pitched really good the last couple starts. 
again, one of those matchups was against San Francisco, and then one of those matchups um, was against the Cardinals, who they have no idea what they want to do right now. But Blake Snell, 10-8, any interest here against Houston? No. I'm not playing anybody against Houston right now. I don't care who you are. Yeah, I mean, they just – they're healthy, um, and they're a tough offense. Hunter Brown, 8,600. Hunter Brown's the type of guy that could potentially attack um, – Potentially attack this lineup. Any interest in Brown at 8,600? I, I don't really want to play him, Stevie, but I think the price and the possible upside in mass multi-entry, I think you do it. And I've been kind of talking about this when you want to play these big offenses and you look at the slate. And in my opinion, Stephen, I'm not going to, you know, cover it up, but, you know, uh, or cover it rather, but Harrison, Canning, Perez, Brown, like Kikuchi, probably Allen as well. Like that, that feels like the range for me to get my big offenses. And so that's kind of where I am. And so he, he goes in the pool today, but I don't feel as good about him as some of the other guys. I like Brown. I mean, he has a 27% K rate on the season. He does a great job generating ground balls. Doesn't typically go out there and get blown up. San Diego has a lot of ground ball hitters. Um, you just worry about the walks, but I'll take some shots here, you know, and hope the walks just kind of stay down. Definitely would prefer getting like a pitcher's umpire behind the plate in this game. I think that would help Brown a little bit. And I think every little bit helps, but yeah, I mean, I'm attacking his like strikeout upside in this matchup. I, I think, you know, you look at the 27% K's and say, we should probably take a shot on him against San Diego who have they given up? Um, is another question so yeah i i have a little interest in brown as far as the san diego bats go i mean tatis soto they're they're i mean they're okay just not my favorite spot i'm not really in love with san diego today yeah like you said i think soto's just okay one of the main reasons why i play soto I actually play him less for home runs and just more for his plate discipline, even though he's expensive, because he's just a guy that gets fantasy points, I feel like, every at bat. And so if he just keeps getting points, they add up. You get what I'm saying? So that's kind of why I like Soto uh, in a spot like this against a guy like Brown, who he's probably going to work a little bit. So, um, you know, generally speaking, I I like that. yeah, but all in all, I'm 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 not crazy about stacking San Diego today. It's a good thrown ball by Jared Goff. That was a good oh, thrown ball. I didn't um, see it. Yeah, good thrown ball. Uh, Houston bats against Snell. Like Houston is extremely expensive. Um, I think if I'm playing Houston, it's a stack. Like with these prices, I think you have to stack them if you're playing them today. Yeah, yeah. Stevie, no question about it. This is an absolute stack spot for for this team. I mean, absolute stack spot. You got Blake Snell against a hot offense. Uh, McCormick is there. Brantley is there. Dubon's there. Payne is there. Bregman is there. Altuve is there, 6,200. You got a Bray with 36. We'll open up a little bit. And then we got our boy Martin Maldonado at 2,300 at catcher to throw into this stack who had a, just an explosion of a game against Texas. I thought this whole team did. I, I like this spot, Stevie. This is one of my favorite spots of the night, even against a good, even against a good uh, uh, pitcher because this offense has been so great. Um, and I think they're going to carry fairly low ownership on every game slate against one, of the, against one of the better name value strikeout pitchers on this slate. Cleveland at LA taking on the Angels, eight and a half total in this game. Uh, the Guardians, a minus one twenty six favorite. We have Canning and Allen facing off against each other. Um, any interest here in Logan Allen? Yeah, I, I have some interest, uh, Stevie, at eighty four hundred against the the Angels who've been striking out a ton down the stretch. It's just that reason he goes in the pool. That mid eight K range is my sweet spot today. I'm going to mix and match a lot of these pitchers. He's one of them. I think he. I think the strikeouts can be there if he can limit the run damage today. Yeah, um, we Moniac got stretched on Thursday with like um, back flare up. Ringnifo left the game early with a bicep injury, and Otani didn't play again. So yeah, I, I mean, how do we not have a little interest in Allen 
depending yeah. on what this lineup looks like. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I'm interested a little bit. I want to see what the lineup looks like. Um, pricing just tough today. Like, you know, when you look at all the bats and all these like 8K pitchers, they didn't they didn't give us like these cheap like you know Griffin Canning 7300 type guys. But I mean Griffin Canning on the other side of this game, I have some interest in him as well today. Like Cleveland's not a lineup that I'm necessarily scared about. Um, I talked about Canning on the podcast yesterday. Um, what are your thoughts here on Canning? Yeah, I like Canning, Stevie, and, and honestly. He might have some of the highest upside uh, in this particular range. We've seen him develop some nice strikeout performances this season. And, uh, you know, this is another spot where a guy can probably get you mid-20s at 8,800. Love Cam today. Real real nice spot for him. Um, let's go Cleveland Bats. Anything stand out to you here on the Cleveland side? Outside of Quan and, and J-Ram, nah. Yeah, um... Man, just to kind of give everybody an idea, Cal Quantrill is dominating, dominating the Angels right now. Um, he has five strikeouts and four and a third with three hits allowed. Like, what? This lineup, man. It's this, the Angels. That, that's yeah. all it is. It's this lineup. It's just not yeah. good right now. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, Cleveland, not a team that I love. You could take some shots on Naylor Ramirez. Um, Angels, like... <sighs> We might get a lot of cheap bats. Grichik, 3,400 um, if he cracks the lineup. Ohapi at 3,300 as a catcher. I think he's, um, you know, playable. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Richard got placed back on waivers, so you'll have to see um, if he gets claimed or not by maybe a team in contention. But what are your thoughts overall here on the Angels bets? I'm not playing the Angels best today. <laughs> this team's terrible right now, Stevie. So I'm just I, – I, I plan on fading the Angels. Montgomery just got a rushing touchdown. Oh, no. Well, well hey, it is did, what it is. Did you take his under rushing yards? No, I took his over rushing yards. But I need it – I need the – I needed the, uh, I needed the um, touchdown from Goff. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, now you're just kind of hoping that Patrick Mahomes scores really fast, um, and then we get Detroit because I need one more catch. I'm sitting over here going, man, I've been at six catches here since we started the podcast. Yeah, What's going I, on? I need, I need another Mahomes <laughs> touchdown as well. So, um, so, so here's what happens in this spot, Stevie. If Mahomes gets the ball and they score, they're going to go for two to to uh, be at 28 and. And then this team's going to have to drive down the field and score. And then perhaps, Stevie, we get a little overtime. There you go. I, I'm hoping for overtime, to be honest with you. Because if we get overtime, that means we're, we're everybody's getting what they want. Oh, yeah. All right. We finish it out with Colorado at San Francisco. Yes, this is a baseball game. Yes, um, it is uh, towards the end of baseball season. And, yes, these two teams are playing. We have Harrison and Blotch. The Giants, a 215 favorite. What are your thoughts here on Ty Blotch? I'm not playing Ty Blotch. I'm tempted, but I'm probably not going to. Like if you're if you're stacking Atlanta and you're punting, go for it. Um like take some shots. Go for it. You know, just because like the Giants are continue to be one of the worst teams in baseball against left-handed pitching. So um go for it. Uh, Harrison, one of my favorite pitchers on the slate today. I think that he has tremendous upside in this matchup. The Rockies lineup is just not great. And I mean, he's an extremely talented young pitcher that hasn't necessarily panned out yet, but he's had some tough matchups. I think this is one of the better matchups he's had, um, since he got called up. Yeah, man. I, Stevie. He's probably my favorite pitcher today. Um, we saw what he was able to do against Cincinnati. 
right? And that was a really good good matchup for him because Cincinnati, in, in that span, they're still striking out a pretty much a ton right now. He's getting pretty much the highest strikeout team in baseball down the stretch here just because of some of the pieces. At 9K, Stevie, I want to hit the lock button. I don't think I can quite do it because there's so many other 8K guys. But I'll probably have more exposure to Harrison today than any other pitcher on this slate. Um, any Rockies bats in this one for you? That's going to be a nope. Yeah. Um, my job is just to ask the questions. Um, I will <laughs> say, like, man, they're so bad. They're so bad. They're, I mean, there's a lot of cheap bats here. Um, I think Rogers at 3K is very playable in this spot. Giants bats, I mean, they platoon a ton. Any interest here in the Giants bats? Um, maybe, like, I mean, Flores is probably going to be fine. He's 3,900. J.D. Davis is 3,500. You can get him at third base. Um, I feel like J.D. and, and Wilmer – Wilmer might get pulled before J.D., I think. I feel like J.D. is less likely uh, to get pulled. All in all, though, I, I'm not thrilled about taking the Giants, even, even against Ty Block. Yeah, I'm not I'm not thrilled. Um, I will say, like, Flores, Hanniger, J.D. Davis, they're all cheap. Um, if you want to one-off these guys, I don't hate it. Um, I should have mentioned Hunter Goodman on the Rocky side is really cheap. He has some power. Um, got called up recently. I don't mind him. You can play him at um, catch or no, you can't play him at catch anywhere. You can play him at outfield though at 2,900. Um, so I don't hate that. That's really it for me. Um, Joey Bart got recalled. If he's back, if he's in the lineup for this one, um, he's 2,300 against the lefty um, catcher. So. All right, let's play the morning grind game, and then uh, we'll get out of here. Go watch the last uh, six minutes of this football game. Under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Who do you got today? Yeah, under 8K was always going to be tough for me today, Stevie, just because uh, this is a this is a rough spot. But I, I think I'm going to have to go with Sanchez against Miami. Yeah, um, I don't think there's a ton of options today. I'm with you. I'll go yeah. Shaheen against Washington. Over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Huge stop. Huge stop for Detroit. Sorry. Yeah, give me uh, Blake Snell, actually. I'm going very contrarian here. Give me Snell. How do you, like... How do you have Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback and you're not letting him try to make a play on third and one anyway? Anyway, over 8K to score under 15 for me today is going to be Perez against Philadelphia. Over 4K to hit a home run. Who's going yard today? We've got a lot of options, Stevie. Um, I think I'm going Corey Seager, 6,400. I like him today against Blackburn. All right. I'm going to go Gunnar Henderson um, against a boy, Tanner Houch. I like that call. Under 4K to get two hits. Who's a cheap bat that you like today? Give me Carlos Santana, the Milwaukee Brewers at 3,800. Yeah, definitely don't mind that. Uh, I'm going to go Wilmer Flores, you know, team lefty matcher. Still, I mean, I don't love the Giants today overall, but Ty Blotch is not a, a guy that's going to power by anybody. I think we could see a good game here from Flores. I hate the fact that we have to play him at first base. I like him more on FanDuel than I do on DraftKings. Uh, but, yeah, he's a guy that I, I definitely don't have um, a problem getting two hits um, under 4K. We finish it out. Stack to score. Six or more runs. Who's getting the job done today? Uh you know what? I'm going contrary. Give me Pittsburgh against Elder. Okay. Definitely don't hate that. Um, I'll go a little off the board as well. Um, give me the Mets against Keiko. Ooh, I love it. I love it. So, it's the weekend. It's time for some football. Uh, we did record the NFL podcast 
on Wednesday night. So if you want to check that out, it's up on the podcast feed. You can check that out um, on Rotor Grinders or iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. We're all over the place nowadays. Uh, Will and our boy Looch brought back um, their podcast as well. And they, I think it was Tuesday Food for Thought came out. So that's up on the podcast um, page as well. That is also under the Daily Fantasy Football Podcast here at Rotor Grinders. Uh, so if you're looking for that on iTunes. But it's Food for Thought, week one. And um, they had some che- some chicken sandwiches. So check that out. We're going to get out of here. hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We'll be back on Monday talking baseball, talking about how we overreacted to so much stuff for football. And um, we'll have some fun. But have a great weekend, everyone. We'll see you then.